The future of radio. 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 The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I can't believe you've never heard that. Like, I've talked about it here on this show but, before. You know I don't listen to everything that you say all the time. You don't understand. <laughs> Imagine the things that you have missed out on that I've talked about. Like, this is almost with when you found out about Bluetooth, like, eight years after it came out. Yes. Like, this is kind of what's happening I still think this. the cassette Bluetooth uh, tape thing in my car is magic. There's, there's so my many wrong things too. with that statement. I showed, no, I showed it to her. She's like, <laughs> wait, how does it work? It plays music from your phone in your okay. car? But racing animals, that is that is a pastime. And that's a, that's an important thing. we got to discuss this. That doesn't this. seem right. Oh, I, I was pretty good at it. I'll tell you about it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler, here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots of stuff so much to talk stuff. about today. And uh, I do want to say thank you to everybody who's part of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, $6.99 a month or uh, $80 for the entire year. And if you join, you get to watch our, well, you get to listen to us live. Occasionally, you get to watch some videos that we have in our archive. We've got an entire archive section full of uh, exclusive audio that's just for you supporters. So Plus, you get to see all the hilarious uh, ideas and jokes and things that other supporters write in our live chat, which is The live incredible. chat, all kinds of things that are, that are all there as part of that so if you can join that's fantastic but if not thanks for listening to the podcast and thanks for sharing our posts on twitter and facebook and uh instagram and wherever else that sarah posts things so um are you are we looking at the thing or are we looking at because you keep looking there but i'm looking at you so it looks like i'm just gazing at you well you realize this now i have to address this because if we do have the audio so we're, we're testing out some live video so if you are a live subscriber uh to a fun employment ready supporters club um, we're testing out some video right now, so we're broadcasting some video. you got to remember that, so I do this a lot for digital trends. I do video shows, so I'm used to addressing the camera when I when I talk, and we're not gonna, going to address the camera all the time, but it's just for the opener, I figured I'd address the camera. I just feel kind of creepy you. because you're addressing the camera, and I'm just staring at you because I'm not looking at the camera. Should I be looking at the camera? Oh, boy. We got a lot of okay. This is Greg. You have Sarah's to teach first time me. on camera. I know you're right. You're no, right. No, you do. Okay. I'm just saying behind the scenes, we do want to do more video stuff, and so you're showing me how to do it. So I, it was my understanding I'm not supposed to look in the camera, but are we? So we're breaking the fourth wall. It's so it's look okay if that. you I look the at the, it's it's okay if you look at the camera. We're not filming a sitcom here or anything. Like it's a it's a live radio show. So I'm just looking at the camera when I start off because I I would have to train myself not to do that because for digital trends shows. I, I always address the camera and talk to the audience because we're live on Facebook. Maybe I can just put like a picture of your face like over the camera and then but like cut a hole out where the camera where the actually eyes is. would be the eyes, yeah. And so that way I don't have to look at you. I can just look at look like at camera picture. you uh-huh. and then it looks like I'm talking to everybody else and you at the same time. Yes, you can do. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out a way that, that will might make, be the best way that will make you comfortable okay, in, in handling this. All okay, right. Great. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's something that you get for part of the supporters club. Sorry about that. Just on a side note, there will be some video. Ideally, in there that uh, you might or might not get, so we'll leave it at that. All right, so let's talk about this though at the beginning. And if you didn't know, over this weekend, uh, Sarah and I actually went to the coast because we had a, a listener who gave us tickets to go see a psychic. We talked about that yesterday. We've been getting a lot of emails about the psychic, yeah, and about different ways that psychics are fake. And so I'm, Which I'm is excited. Just fascinating, like yeah, um, that even is just as interesting to me as well, not as interesting, but like. Thinking of someone being psychic versus like how they're actually getting away with pretending that they're psychic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such like I don't know. It's a it's a weird song and dance that people do to kind of because yeah. I still don't know. I don't know if it's real or not. So. Yeah, 
See, but I think that's that's why I would make an amazing psychic. But we've we've talked about this yesterday. We, we don't need to go into it. Also, the fact that I think you could lead that into building a cult. I don't think that you'd be an amazing psychic because, well, first of all, you're not psychic. Second of all, you don't know that you don't. I think things would be going different for you. Uh, if you you've were seen my predictions on sports. Clearly, yeah. I'm pretty good at it. I think that things might be a little different in your life if you were psychic. I'm just saying. I think you might have used it to maybe change a couple things. Maybe I'm misapplying my psychicness. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But also, in order to be a fake psychic, you have to be like observant, and you rarely listen. What? Mm-hmm. No, I do. <laughs> no, no, you do. I you're, listen. You're, you're a pretty bad listener. What are you and talking like, about? You are you're a great friend. You're really good at like putting things together, like making like video stuff and doing all the behind the scenes, working real hard for the business. But that is the most distracted. condescending thing I think that you have ever said. You're real good with putting stuff together. <laughs> Look at that. I saw I'm you put a you Lego set together. You get very distracted. You get very distracted. I'm not saying that you don't care. It's just you have a lot on your plate at all times. And I don't think that you have um, like the subtlety, the, the nuance to be able to eavesdrop on people, to be able to steal their secrets and pretend like you know. I don't think you know what I'm capable of. I think you're vastly <laughs> underestimating this <laughs> okay. by, um, by an immense amount. But all right, let's, let's – we're, we're going to talk about this because I want to actually discuss something else, something that uh, we've both read about I, how I think I can make something work. But anyway, we'll get to that here in a second. Back to not listening, uh, Sarah has never listened to me, I guess, talk about this many times when I was on the show. So we were over there in Lincoln City, and Sarah picked up one of the local newspapers, which <gasps> yes. I, I admit Oregon I like. Coast Today, which I was so excited I about. do like doing that as well. Like, wherever I go, I want to pick up um, whatever the local paper is to see what, what everybody's talking about, and then also listen to the local radio stations. <gasps> oh, because those are Those great. are the best. Those are the um, best. I think, what's the one that I like that plays a lot of 90s music there? It's like Kite. Uh, yeah, that, I think, I think that's one, still there. Like KYTE. There used to be. I yeah, don't know. That's that's in Lincoln City, but every town has something mm-hmm. like that. Like every town has that's where radio is still relevant, I feel like. It's awesome. That's where still like DJs local, are still there. Like hyper local. You know, it's Bob who uh, doesn't get paid, but he just goes down there to do it. Because he for loves fun. it, because he has a passion yeah. for it. I mm-hmm. I love Coasty Radio. It is the best. Because, you know, you do you look at com- uh, corporate radio now. I mean well, Nobody's there's Coast Radio, but that's what I mean, like, everywhere. There's that kind of thing oh, in yeah. every small town, oh, like, yeah. wherever you are. They've got Because there are real humans there, and, like, you call mm-hmm. to request a song, and somebody actually answers the phone, mm-hmm. and they're excited to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. I know, because after some mimosas at the coast, uh, we will call some radio stations and request songs. I know you've done that before. <laughs> it's very fun. Well, so so Sarah picked up the, the local newspaper, and she's shocked by something that's going on in there. And to me, you know, because I grew up in small-town Oregon, and I've been to this thing before— it's, I didn't really think it was that big a deal. And I have talked about it here on the show before. Um, but why don't you explain what it is that has you so, uh, so I just thought this was hilarious because I'm like, shocked. this is the most coasty like cover of a paper or a magazine I think I could see. So this is Oregon Coast Today. It's uh, free. It's issue 38, volume 13. Just so you know, it came out on March 9th, 2018. Okay. So uh, on the cover, there are four children covered in beads, uh, leaning over something that looks like some sort of racetrack thing. And I looked closer, and the headline says, Fast Food. And then underneath it, it says, Cruising Crustaceans Hit the Tracks in, Gir- in Garibaldi? Garibaldi. Uh, Garibaldi. Garibaldi. And so it looks to me that these small children are actually racing live crabs. Yeah. It's the crab races. So I... 
You've talked about this because I didn't expect. Uh, I'm like, wait, why do they have crabs and what is happening? So so what that is, it's the crab festival that takes place in Garibaldi. And Garibaldi is this tiny town on the Oregon coast. For any for outside reference, most towns on the Oregon coast are really tiny. It's thankfully pretty undiscovered and it's oh, it's, it's pretty best. awesome. It's so best, yeah. We're probably not even supposed to talk about it. It's The Oregon coast is pretty amazing. If you ever come to Oregon... Definitely check it out. Uh, but Garibaldi is one of these many tiny, tiny little towns. And but one thing they have is they have their the crab festival that goes on. So and, I didn't even – I did not know this. I've heard of other yeah. like festivals around the country, but I've never heard of the – so is so, it the crab festival? So the crab festival – and I'll, I'll explain what it is because I've been there a couple of times at least. And it's – every – all these small towns have like the town hall, mm-hmm. you know, where you go to. And then the, the town Eagles hall. Lodge? Um, I don't know if it's an Eagles Lodge for this one, but something like There's that. There's something like a Lions you, Club or yeah, Eagles usually Lodge maybe or a, yeah. yeah, maybe like a bigger community center or it's attached to a church or who knows. And, uh, oh, it's being noted in live chat. Vicky says Garibaldi has a McMinimins now. Well, McMinimins is everywhere. So uh, I guess uh, Kalama's been, getting McMinimins. Yeah, McMinimins is, is all nuts, over the place yeah. now. Uh, but anyway, they so they have their community hall, and this is where they put on the crab races. So what happens is it's during crab season, so they bring in all these live crabs, and you go into this place, and I can't remember what it costs. It is the Lions Club, Greg. I'm it looking is at li- this right is it the now. Lions Club? It okay. is the Lions yeah. Club. Yeah. So there we go. And it costs a certain amount. I can't remember what it is, but you go in and you get to participate in the crab races. And what they have is this: is, so they have a giant board that's uh, tilted at a slant, and, and they've got little slots. And also, you can wear like, crab hats if you want to. Well, right, right. And so the but to explain how the races work, so they've got this big board with like little slats. It's almost like little uh, like when people would race the little cars. What do they call that? Um, you know, they like you do it in Boy Scouts, like the little cars you build and well, like soapbox. Yeah, kind of racers. Yeah, but not like the full ones you sit in. But yeah, like the little. The little race cars. Oh, I don't know. I never did what are they called? like that. I can't remember what they're called. Maybe somebody in the live chat can let me know. Anyway, where you build a little car and you run it down a little track and next to everybody else. And so these, this is like that. Only what happens is you stick a crab, like a live crab. For some reason, and you this get is to just name kind of disturbing crab. to me. You well, name so the crab? Me, uh, okay. Pinewood Derby. Thank you. Stranded in Bakersfield. That's what I was talking about. So it's okay. a track like that. So just to explain the race. And then you, you put the crabs there at the top. And then there's a gate, and they they have an announcer who calls off the race, and you get to name your crab. Mine was Pinchy. I remember I had Pinchy boots because after the Simpsons. And so then they'll lift the gate, and your crab just kind of starts sliding down, and you pound on the— um, Jesus. Yeah, and you pound on the board Wait, to get, sl- your, get your crab to, like, loosen up and fall down the board faster into the water at the bottom. And then they take the losers, and whoosh, into the kitchen they go. What yeah. do the winners get? Uh, I think you race it again, if I remember right. So everyone eventually is a loser. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like so much, and it's like a crab feast. So they take them from one side of the room, and the losers go whoop, straight to the kitchen, and then you eat them in about, I don't know, 10 minutes or something like that. Yes, so, it says about 500 pounds of Dungeness crabs will hit the racetracks, and then the boiling pots... Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's the crab races. For the 33rd annual crab races this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the event will see crawling crustaceans scurry down a six-lane track for back-to-back heats <laughs> as they're cheered on by their human jockeys, and while the two-legged competitors vie for the prizes, they're scuttling. St- okay, wow, somebody's really taking some liberties here. They're scuttling steeds, not so much. So they all die. Yeah, you eat them all. Yeah, that's the crab race. I don't think that's so, fair that you torture them before you kill them. Well, I mean, ultimately, that can't be. 
I don't know what goes on in crab mines, but that can't be like comforting well, to have like something manhandle you, throw you in a like a wood lane thing, pound on the thing, <laughs> scaring the shit out of you. Yeah, I mean, I, I can this see that. This is horrible. It's being asked if the pot is at the end of the track. It's not. It's a there's a like a they got a separate water thing that they all fall into, and then they scoop them out and take them to the kitchen. Okay, so according to the events rules, human participants can't touch the crabs. However, yeah. they can coach them <laughs> across the uh, the finish line with verbal incentives, yelling, singing, cheering, bribery, various scents. Yeah. But I guess if it? you really want to go for it, I don't and know who's... psychic powers. What? They're also allowed See? to pound on the plywood track. That's the thing that I remember most people doing. Yeah. People have been known to break bones from hitting it so hard. Well, perhaps there's some beverages involved in that part of it. Yeah, that's, that's the crab races. So the thing is... Like, <laughs> Saying it out loud, I could kind of see what you're talking about, and that's a little bit— Yeah, it was bit... like when you talked about how your neighbor used to pay you a quarter to murder the frogs. Yeah. Yeah, there were that too many frogs. sound good. Does not sound good. There were good. too many frogs. Mm-hmm. You had to get rid of some of the frogs. You know, they were eating—they uh, were messing up the environment, so you had to get rid of some frogs. It's like there was a county bounty on uh, coyotes for a while, too. They had that on there. So uh, it's being said, said in the live chat. I'm taking a look here at our live chat first. Sports Club, Raheem and Hanna. That's most definitely not kosher. Uh, John says you yeah, can really taste like... the terror. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I've never said it out loud. It's just that's just what it is. It's one of those small town festivals that I don't know how many years it's gone on. It says this is the thirty third, thirty third year. Yeah, okay. yeah. I know it reminds me. I was just listening to um, Amy Schumer's audiobook, of course, by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Audible link. Oh, it's a great um, way. Amy Schumer's book, uh, "The Girl with the Lower Back Tattoo," which was. Very hilarious. Highly recommend it. But she was talking about how um, she didn't realize she was trashy when she was a kid because when they still had like she grew up um, with money part of her childhood and then her family lost all of it. So she yeah. said before they lost all their money, her like they would buy uh, her and her uh, her brothers and sisters like crab or lobsters. And uh-huh. her mom would just let them sit there on the floor and play with them while they were still alive. How do you play with the alive. lobster? I don't know. They would just, like, like play with their lobsters on the floor. And she's like, I didn't realize how fucking trashy this was. Yeah. Until, like, and then they'd just throw them in the pot and eat them. She's like, I didn't realize. I think it's, a, I don't think I'm odd for thinking that this is a little horrible. It's a little barbaric, maybe. I, I don't know. I never really thought about it. And until. Pounding and scaring them. And then you're like, and then do your watery boiling grapes. Yeah. And then you eat them. I don't know. What? Does that make me a bad person? I don't think it makes you a bad person, but I think that you should understand that maybe not all people think that. The Crab Festival? The Crab Festival. When is it? What's the date? Well, I mean, it was this weekend. Oh, it was this weekend? Oh, dang it. Should have gone by there on the way home. Uh, Let's see. Oh, wait. Yep. Yep. It was this weekend when we were in Lincoln City. Had I realized that, I would have gone up to it. Yeah. Two-day admission is $5 for adults. Yeah. Wow. This really is like country prices two dollars for kids yeah but I, I think you still have to pay for your race fees uh vary from one dollar to ten dollars depending on the crab heat <laughs> yeah the crab races oh i don't know God. i didn't realize that was a strange thing i mean don't you a uh, jez says my girls used to play with the lobsters before we cooked them that's not something i think i would do I, I don't think i would play with the lobster i mean the lobster obviously you have to well, have, i didn't grow up around lobsters them, so i don't yeah. know you know, we have crabs here. We don't really have lobsters. So I'm not I'm not entirely sure, yeah, what you would do on on that, how you yeah. would play with the lobster. I just – I can't even look at, like, lobster tanks, even though I am – yes, I sound like a total hypocrite. Melissa, if you're going to write me something mead, yes, I eat I eat meat. Wait, what, just, what are you talking about? 
Oh, Melissa, the one, the girl that always writes me all the mean stuff, who clearly hates me, who's always whoa, just like, what? what are we doing here now? No, I'm Sarah's just saying, calling out something. She's what, the one that what, always what, what, what? writes me. Like she's like, Sarah, why are you so stupid? Like Greg is awesome. Like she is always your defender, and she wrote me yesterday. Just me. Oh, okay. Sarah calling out. Uh, in, well, all right. If you're going to call it name. out, I won't say her full name. All right. What is it that you I, got? I received numerous. She knows she dislikes me. She writes these things just to me because I'm not really a person. Oh boy. She just wrote, "Jesus Christ, Sarah! Cervical pain is in your neck, not your downstairs." Well, I mean, what is that terrible? I mean, we did make that mistake on the show, and then we corrected the it. Jesus but Jesus Christ, though, makes you like. Think of like my mom scolding me, like oh, I did something super wow. disappointing. How sweet! You got a bad email. Now they're all upset. You what? Have no idea what that's like to you. Okay, never mind. Wait, uh, what are you talking about? I <laughs> try doing ball talk for a number of years and see how many people write. <laughs> yeah, you no, she was the one that wrote me before. Messages. Like Sarah, Sarah rags Greg's ass because he tries to fix things. Meanwhile, she's living in darkness because she can't teach herself how to change a light bulb. Why does this bother you so much? Because I want Melissa to like me. Wow, this, you're really upset by this. I know. Do you want to address something to to Melissa? I mean, since you're bringing it up here on the show? Now that I'm looking, maybe I let Melissa down a long time ago because I'm looking and Melissa had written me in 2014 about doing a dog painting for her and I never wrote back <laughs> now that I'm searching. Well. Melissa. Perhaps that's a little Melissa. bit uh, on you. Yeah, and Mike is saying everyone must like me. Um, yeah, you're, you're going to be disappointed. I love her. I like her. She puts me in my place. Please don't feel like you need to put me in my place, everybody else. This is between me and Melissa. This is uh, really a personal thing for you right now. She was the one who, uh, who told me how many calories of Little Smokies I ate in that one sitting. But you did eat a lot of calories <laughs> to Little Smokies. What is it? You ate like 22 Little Smokies or something? Uh, 36. 36. <laughs> you ate 36 Little Smokies in one sitting. And we were talking about the calories, I and she twi- just no, let you know. No, I ate 20 in one sitting, and then I ate 16 in the following sitting. That is so many Little Smokies. Yeah. That is still remarkable, which is why at some point we need to have a contest to see how many you can eat, like maybe during an entire episode. No, not right now because I'm trying to eat healthy, Greg. I cannot eat 36 Little Smokies right now, Greg. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll have to see what we can come up with with that. Oh my gosh, I keep forgetting there's a camera on me. I'm getting all flustered and warm. <laughs> this is why I don't think this is going to be a good idea because we're just going to forget. Uh, or why it's a great fine. idea. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think Sorry, it's fine. Melissa. It's not. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> all right. Well. So I was looking up anyway. So I when I was reading about the crab thing, so I had this in my bag and I forgot that I had grabbed this uh, from Lincoln City, and I was looking at all different festivals across the country, and I totally forgot that I've been to the uh, in Pullman. One of the biggest festivals, Poland, Washington, where I went to school at Washington State University, had the Lentil Festival. The Lentil Festival? It was very exciting. What yeah, do you have, do at a Lentil uh, Festival? There's a um, there's like a mascot dressed like a lentil. What and is a, it's like a, a little, lentil it's mascot? It's like a little bean, isn't it? Like a little... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that just seems... Okay, so, so there's lentil, a lentil mascot, and then what else goes on with it? Oh, not a lot. They just They have like lentil chili cook-offs and... All different, like, lentil-themed. Like, there's a lentil 5K. It's not a very exciting thing. You just told me it was a very exciting festival. No, it's so not. I there's also know. the festival in Bremerton. There's this thing called Whaling Days, which I have still to this day have no idea why it's called Whaling Days. All I know is that's when people all take their boats out and get extremely drunk and get into fights in the beer garden. I've never <laughs> seen anything in reference to Do they to go a, look for whales or something? I don't know. I've never seen anything referencing a whale, like, except for the title. And even on the signs when you— there's orcas out there, right? 
Yeah, I mean, but they don't really come into the bay in Bremerton. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Yeah, that's in true. The sound. No, why would they go? Yeah. yeah, why would they go in there? Yeah, but it just is like there's this huge sign when you go into Bremerton from any any angle that you get in any roadway. It just says "Welcome to Bremerton, home of whaling days." <laughs> but you've never known what whaling. No, I just whaling, whaling days growing up when we were in high school. We were like, "Cool, we're going to go like steal beer from people and and go get drunk at the waterfront." But I mean, that's the excuse of pretty much every small town festival is just to. Give everybody a reason to to drink. I mean, yeah, but we didn't have crabs or anything. I mean, I feel like yeah, I would, that's true. I mean, I, I grew up with out. the hops festival in Hubbard, Hubbard, Oregon, because my grandparents owned a hops farm, and so we were up there a lot. Like I was half on that hops farm growing up until you know the passed away and stuff. But um, but yeah, the hops festival was awesome because the entire town of Hubbard would come out and you'd ride the hops pickers down the. Down the main street, which is like pretty much the only street. It's like 99W, a little so section of just it. The street. The street. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you ride them down, and everybody like cheers, and you throw candy out. And I imagine all the adults were getting drunk at that point. And that that was the Hops Festival. But it was awesome. Like, I loved it. I kind of I wish we had like cooler festivals. For, well, I'm sure that we do because there's what the Sasquatch Festival. Is there some Bigfoot festival around here? Uh, that's a newer thing. Isn't there there a, was a convention that's going on, but I, that's, like the, that's new. The stinky like garlic festival. There's somewhere? a garlic festival, yeah. Yeah, but I'm looking at this, and there's another garlic festival that is the one that's named. Our one here in Oregon is not named. So there's the Gilroy Garlic Festival in California, which is the 35 year garlic festival. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, did you know also that in uh, West Virginia, this sounds about right, that there's a roadkill festival? Yeah, that makes sense. Roadkill cookoff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that does make sense. You have to go cook your favorite roadkill. Yeah. Sample. Sample I, the cuisine. I love small town festivals. I think it's it's so much fun. I mean, granted, the ones that I grew up with, I get bored with those, and you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily go to all those ones because I'm used to them. But going to other towns, small town festivals, if you happen to be there, that's always entertaining. Ooh. Like the One of the coolest ones I ever went to was, and this isn't necessarily a small town festival, but it was pretty cool, was in Anchorage. I was there. I was going to ask if there was a festival going on maybe when we're there. Uh, I don't know if there's one when we're there. We're kind of in the – we're the festival when we're there. The Fun Employment Radio Alaska Fun Adventure. Fun Employment Radio Festival. Funemploymentradio.com slash Alaska. Uh, but I've been up there before for the start of the Iditarod, which it doesn't start in Anchorage anymore because there's not enough snow. So it actually starts like an hour away or more depending on how much snow they have. But what they do is they turn all of downtown Anchorage, Alaska, into this – they, they When I was there, they brought in snow to layer the streets so they'd have really? the dog sleds running by. And actually, no, the, the one time I was there, there was, there was a lot of snow. Not enough to start it there, but I take that back. There was enough snow on the roads. So they, yeah, they raced the dog sleds through town, and then you could go up and they had a whole area where you could go see the dogs. Oh, that's cool. And then they had this giant, like, you know, hot dog stands, and it was like 10 degrees outside. But it was awesome because everybody was just getting drunk in the middle of the day on like a Friday in Anchorage, which is probably a normal Friday in Anchorage, to be it's honest. When we went there last time, that seemed to be the That's norm. about a normal yeah. a normal Friday. <laughs> I just talked to my buddy, Gavin. I'm calling him out because the, the I Did Ride thing just happened, I think, not too long ago. They had a festival for it. And uh, yeah, it's basically you start drinking all day long. So that's part of it, but it was so much fun. It's like 10 degrees, so you walk from, you go to a bar, you drink a uh, hot drink, you get kind of warmed up, you look at this amazing <laughs> view, and then, you know, outside there's all this festival going on. Then you get out, you go hang out for another uh, 25 minutes till you're, you can't feel your fingers anymore. And it's like, well, time to go get another warm drink. And then you go inside and get a warm drink. Yeah, when we go to Alaska this year, doesn't it not get dark till like 10? Um, I think we looked it up. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. May, maybe. Oh, my god. In April. 
Yeah, it might be. Oh uh, well, that out. sounds cool. I would want to see that and participate with that. Yeah, that was that was a pretty cool little small town festival. Yeah, yeah I've never. I, I, that's what I want to do. I want to go to some cool festival because all I've been to is a lentil and a whaling days. Yeah, but to somebody else, that could be cool. You're just used to it. I suppose so. And you don't want to go to a crab festival, so I don't know. I don't know what else. I really don't want to play with live crabs that are going to be murdered right in front of me. I've always had a weird thing. But you with also don't like to too. eat crab. I do if I don't have to shell it. Yeah. Is that what you call it? Shelling it? Unshell it? Deshell it? What? For a crab? Like taking off the shell. Yeah, deshell it, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just don't like ripping the skin off of them and then eating the insides. Like, I don't yeah. mind eating it um, sometimes, but yeah. it kind of grosses me out. Well, all right. Well, yeah. there we go. Okay. I don't know where we're going with that one, but there it is. But I was just trying to talk to you about it. Yeah. I was like, there's other ones. Oh, yeah. Wisconsin you don't have to State. go to the crab festival. I'm not going to. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate it. What's you. another good... Small town festival. Uh, I'm looking at this one. There's the Wisconsin State Cow Chip Throw <laughs> Throw Festival. Oh yeah, yeah, where you throw pieces of cow poop. Yep, yep. You is... can also burn those if you're in need for a fire. You can burn them. I've had to do it before. This is Greg's Alaska tips. No, that's not Alaska. No, that's Eastern Oregon. We were out in the middle of the we were out in the middle of ranch land camping one time, and we ran out of wood, and so but there were tons of cow chips, so we just go and throw cow chips on the fire. It, it works. I mean, it's good fuel. It's stories like these that make me realize how different we are. And then then my buddy cooked a steak over it, and I was like, oh, that's kind of, uh, I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to eat it. That's your line? Yeah. Yeah. That, yes. That was that was my line. I didn't eat it. Oh, yeah, the testicle festival in uh, oh, Montana. Oh, yeah. There's a Rocky Mountain Oyster Festival, too, in Idaho, I think. This What's one's- the same food, but I'm, I think that's called the Rocky Mountain Oyster I was festival. looking at this festival. I know that you've always wanted to do the running of the bulls. Yes. But in uh, New I Orleans. I keep saying that, but as the years go by, I'm starting to think. I do still want to do it just to say that I did it. You would trip over your clown feet and get gored to death. However, I feel like tell- I would be all right, but it would be somebody right next to me, and I would be partially hurt. Okay, let me tell you I'd this, be hurt though. by somebody else. God, I wish you'd stop talking. That's what it would be. This is, there's something in New Orleans, which you've always, which you like. Uh, called the San Furman Festival. The what? The San Furman Festival. The San Furman Where Festival. instead of bulls chase, so it's fashioned after um, the bull races in Spain. Okay. However, it doesn't have bulls chasing you. It has roller derby girls wearing horn helmets with baseball bats, like wiffle ball baseball bats, who chase you down the street on skates as you're doing a run through New Orleans. And if they catch you, they get to beat you with the... With the wiffle bat. I don't know how into that. Or with I the am. foam with the foam bat. I don't know if I'm I don't know. It begins with a party and ends with a party. That would be fun. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't uh, there's something about being chased and caught like that. Uh, but you've always been saying for years that you do the bull thing. This is just people with like Yeah, foam but there's lots of bats. the thing with the bull thing is I figure there's lots of other targets now. You know, the older I get, the less fast. That's always been my advantage. I would be faster than somebody. And I guarantee you, I'd be faster than somebody there. So I'll, I'll find the slower people and run just, just ahead of them. And then, you know, then I feel like I'd be okay. If the bull decided. If the bull decided to target something. And everybody's in there for the same thing. They all know, you all know the risk when you're doing that. I would just hedge my bets a little bit. I'd probably run just in front of the slow people. Somebody else is going to do it to me. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, I have news for you. I have found my soulmate, and he lives in Mankato, Minnesota. Okay. A Mankato, Minnesota man has been arrested after deciding to 
enter a residence without permission and go and help himself to a midnight snack of delicious chicken nuggets. Oh, that is that is kind of your soulmate. Right, I don't really think he's my soulmate, but he's a 21-year-old Dylan Bradley. Oh. Is charged with first degree Love knows burglary. No age. It's true. Mankato police said they were called uh, to Johnson Street after 2 a.m. on Saturday for a report of someone inside of a house. Police say that Dylan Bradley entered the home through the garage that was unlocked. I mean, it was unlocked. What, what was the name of the town again? Mankato. We'll just leave it at that. What is it? Melissa, go up. Feel free to write Sarah about this one. Don't stick Melissa on me. I like Melissa. I know. I like her, too. She I don't know. I'm not like sure me. who it is, but whoever it is, I like her. Mankato. Mankato. Is that it? What's capital of Columbia? Stop it. I'm not going to play this game with you. Police say that the man entered the home through the garage, the garage, and didn't take any items, but did eat some chicken nuggets. Were they already cooked, I'm assuming? They were cooked. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Uh, police say Madden did appear to be... Under the influence, Uh-oh. but they didn't know what influence that was. Oh, boy. The family was very upset. So that's all he did, though? He broke in and ate the chicken yeah, nuggets? Yeah, just ate some chicken nuggets. And then coo, skedaddled out I of mean, there. that means that the other people are probably, I mean, I don't see a sober person getting up at 2 a.m. and making, like, cooking fresh chicken nuggets. Hey, those are my chicken nuggets. Yeah. yeah. It was like a drunk, hungry person who overreacted. They're like, fuck you, man. I just spent all this time. <laughs> I mean, I'd be pissed. You would be so pissed. Yeah. I would be mad mm-hmm. if somebody ate my chicken nuggets after that time. Yeah. I had a roommate that would do that when he was, um, I've had many roommates. This was a long time ago, but one that would eat, drunkenly eat my food. God, I would get so mad. Oh, that would make me mad. I found him one time, and this was many, many years ago, that I found this guy. I I got up for, because I actually had to work uh, early this, this one morning, and I got up early in the morning, and I opened my front door, and he was out there. He did not have to work that day, and he had my pizza box laying there with him on my front porch while he's passed out with a piece of pizza on his chest because he'd eaten my my pizza on the front porch and, like, had all these empty beer cans. Was this during the day? This was at, like, 7 in the morning because he had fallen asleep on the front porch. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And, uh, yeah, and it was, it was wonderful, too, because I lived not too far away from a school, and so there were a lot of people... Out and just this dude all oh, passed out on the front porch with a Jesus, Greg. Yeah, you've really picked some great roommates over the years. It wasn't me, man. You do what you have to do. You know, you pick and choose your battles. How come everyone knows the pronunciation of this place and I don't? Mankato, Mankato, Mankato. That was in Mankato. I am a human. <laughs> I am. I am human. Mankato. All right, let's move to an easier place to pronounce. Marana. 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 In Arizona. We'll just go with, let's just go with general Arizona. Okay. Just in general. Well, an Arizona woman is in the news after being involved in a three-car accident. However, the special thing about this story was that she was driving drunk on her way to her own wedding. (laughs) That is not... That is not oh. something that you should be doing. So wearing her white fluffy dress for her big day, uh, Amber Young, 32 years old, was pictured. You can find it online, Amber yeah, Young. what's Amber look like? Uh, was pictured being uh, handcuffed and ushered by a police officer into a police disp- uh, department squad car. Uh, the sergeant said. Why was she driving herself? Uh, it doesn't say. 
I don't know why she was driving herself, and that's kind of like the saddest thing ever. So police say that um, officers arrived at the crash scene, and this was at 10.30 a.m. <laughs> Somebody didn't really want to get married is what's going on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so young Amber Young was booked, her blood sample extracted, and she signed a criminal citation to appear in court later. She was uh, eventually released to her fiancé. The police don't know if the two went ahead uh, and got married that day, and a spokesman wasn't immediately, immediately available to comment. Did you find the picture of her? Uh, I'm trying to find it. I found a picture of her getting arrested. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might be the one that's there. Okay. Yeah. I've had stories like this before, and I actually just recently watched a Lifetime movie that was similar to this called The Babysitter's Seduction, where somebody pretends to be like applying for a job in order to get uh, access to a particular space. Wait, they pretend to, so they pretend to apply for the job? Yes. Just so they can get in so and can, take like, a look at it? They can scope it out a little bit, get a little, get a little looky-loo. Ah, so this smart. is a new one. So I thought that I'd had this story before because I've had a similar story, but no, this is a new one. Uh, so this is at a Pembroke Park. Where's that? Pembroke Park, Pennsylvania. Uh, okay, All right. Well, two men who posed as job applicants at a Pembroke Park Marine Supply Company, Florida. of course, Florida, are now connected to a crew of thieves of who came and stole a forklift and one million dollars worth of equipment after they went in for their interviews. So the burglary was carried out over a dozen visits during the course of one weekend. Oh, they committed. Wait, so nobody was there the whole weekend? They just kept breaking in? They and... kept going back, I guess, because it's closed over the weekend. So Man. the two men applied for jobs at Baltech Marine, which is uh, in Florida somewhere. Later that night, the thieves broke in uh, through a rear cargo bay door. Surveillance video showed that the two pretend job applicants walking through the ra- uh, walked through the ra- warehouse and started to collect things as they went in over and over and over again. So if they had to go, what I don't understand is if they applied for jobs, wouldn't they yeah. have their information? Because they know what they look like. It says both men were heavy set, one wore royal blue well, long sleeve she- uh, t-shirt jeans and a yellow ball cap. I guess if they gave fake ID or something like that. But I just under- don't understand how there's no alarm or anything on this place over this entire weekend. Maybe they did that thing... You know, like in the movies where you put duct tape over, like, so over the, the door doesn't shut all the spray way. paint it? No, 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 not oh. over the cameras, but over, like, the, the lock thing. But wouldn't there be an alarm system if you have that much equipment? If you have a million dollars worth of equipment? Yeah, and they're stealing, like, forklifts and stuff? I don't know. Yeah, because where are they going to just drive the forklift off? Yes, they said, well, they must have. Well, they must they have broke a truck or something. Through a rear in. cargo bay door. So somebody's buying a bootleg forklift. Oh, Yeah. I mean, the well, forklifts are expensive. Have you seen the market for for bootleg forklifts? I mean, They're it's expensive. Just, it's huge. You ever driven one? No. Mm, I have. I used to have to do it. They're pretty fun. Was it when you worked at the at the paper mill? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Forklifts are they're pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's pretty fun to tool around on those things. Yeah, I'm just amazed you didn't hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's a fair statement. Okay. All right. Also, um, let's see. So a couple other quick stories. Uh, Burger King back in the news because they've come up with a new burger. They already have the bacon cheeseburger, and now they're making it uh, a new one called the Bacon King Sandwich that comes with an entire package of bacon on it. Yes, eight slices of bacon on the burger. That's too much. It's an entire packet of bacon. That's too much. There's also hearty portions of cheese, ketchup, and mayonnaise. I'm sure you can get it without the condiments, Greg. Uh, you can also, if you don't want the beef burger, you can opt for the chicken bacon king. 
So the price is going to be about uh, ten to twelve dollars for the full meal. Where you get the fries and the soda as well. A whole pack of bacon, though. A whole pack of bacon. Um, the nutritional information might be something you don't want to know because it has 1,200 calories in it just in the burger, not even before you factor in the fries and the drink. I'm actually surprised it's only 1,200 calories. Yeah. I would think that's a lot more than that. That's true because a burrito is like, if you get like one with all the fixins, it's like 1,500. What? Oh, am I breaking your heart right now? What do you mean? Yeah. With what fixings? Like, what are you talking about? Like meat and cheese and fried and, yeah. Well, fried, then we're not talking about a burrito. We're talking no, we're about talking like about a burrito. We're talking about a burrito. Like a giant burrito from that place that you like? That's like 1,500 calories. No, it's not. It is not. I'm looking at this right now. What are you looking at? What does it say? I'm looking at calories. Okay. Here's, there's a calorie thing on here. Let's do... Beef with cheese and chili peppers. That's 632 mm, calories. What size? You're getting a Large. giant tortilla. That's that's not true. Anyway, so if you want to look for this, I think this you're will be wrong. something it is not that's available calories. sometime in the not-so-distant future, the Bacon King sandwich. And finally, since this seems the year that everybody is coming back to, so let's buckle up. We have a new time traveler. Yay! Sweet. Greg? There's a lot of time travelers this year. I know. Greg, I need you to stop looking at burrito calories and pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. Are you done? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. A man who claims to be a time traveler from the year 4000 has been filmed now Ooh. talking about, from 4000, yes, has been okay. filmed talking about the cars of the future and now claims that domestic animals in the future become extinct and only live in zoos. It's like cats and dogs. Okay, and this is in the year 4,000. Yes, this, this is, is in what the year 4,000. So they came back from the year 4,000, and yeah. this is the one piece of advice they want to this put on people. This totally not Watch faking it. Watch out for the dogs and cats. Totally not faking it. So this person who claims that his name is John says he is 132 years old and that he can communicate through telepathy. Telepathy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Telepathy. Communicates from telepathy. I've learned... How to say some words so wrong. Like, did I ever tell you that my mom told she me that... She was attacked by an owl. She was attacked by an owl. That my mom used to tell me that bagels were bagels. I've my heard you say bagel life. before. Yeah. I always thought they were bagels. <laughs> and then there was, like, the nuclear. Oh. I know. Do you say nuclear? No, I say nuclear now, but I had to really teach myself. Nuclear. Like, George Lee Bush, Nuclear. Uh. Anyway, let me tell you more about 132-year-old John from the year 4000. And a 20-minute video released on the YouTube, because that's still, I'm sure, the most relevant form of communication in the year 4000. Uh, John says that the, in the future, the, not only will robots replace all human jobs, but intelligent work will also be replaced by robots with AI. Uh, so he states in his video, I'm 132 years old, but I only look 20 or 25 years old in comparison with you. So he's like all like bragging. It's all like him. Hey, so why is he here? That is so nice of you to ask, Greg. I'd yeah. like to share that with you. I think it's just to babble because he doesn't really. He says a bunch of weird stuff. He says uh, the design of our future cars is different. Yeah, it's. I mean, the difference between now and the year four thousand. I mean, that's insane. So well, 2,000 years in the future, and this is the big thing he has to tell us? Yes, I'm really excited. So well, he, cars are different. And he does Robots have do a, a photo with him as evidence, as do all time travelers. Okay. 
Um, so his photo shows a car with a sleek design along with propellers for flight capabilities. And John states that in the year 4000, there are no traffic jams. He also adds. <laughs> so it takes us 2000 years to figure that part out. Uh, this picture, this is a picture which was taken by me and the company, and this is my lovely model DR18, which you could see is near some robots. Now, if you look up this picture of this guy and his car and his robots, the people who wrote this story actually took the time to, like, look at what the robots look like. And apparently they look exactly like the robots in Fallout 4 named Mr. Handy. Oh, I'm, well, there's the Fallout right, New Mr. Vegas. A computer game called Mr. Handy in Fallout 4. So there's a picture that they, could, that they compare with this Mr. Handy from Fallout 4 uh-huh. robot and the time traveler's robot that he has placed into the picture of his <laughs> flying car. And they're like, yeah, we're pretty sure that's the fucking video yeah, game. As Cammy says, and they still have physical photos. We don't even have those now. Yeah, yep. that's a good... I mean, if you're going to be a fake time traveler... I would say put it out a little bit further than what the dude did who said, I'm from the year 2030. Well, he says, uh, so John. Maybe, uh, maybe scale it back a bit from the year 4000. Well, John says the best and most enjoyable thing. So I'm, I'm thinking that John has a very joyless life. He said the best and most enjoyable burritos thing. burritos less than 200 calories? Of the year 4000 is that there are no traffic jams. He's really obsessed with the traffic. <laughs> like that's the worst thing in John's life is traffic. Oh, the traffic. In the year 4,000. Okay. He, he says, I cannot uh, say where I am now as compared with many other time travelers of that time. I'm not ready to be searched for. Uh, he said, I'm, he said he's very different from other time travelers. All right? He's not like your usual typical time traveler. I'm not sure traveler. no time traveler. No, he's just like, he's a very special I like to party. time traveler. I like to party. I'm hip. I like to get down. All right, let's see. So, how is he different? Is there a picture of this gentleman? Uh, no, it's a blurry picture. Oh. So uh, he says, he goes on to add that domesticated cats and dogs can only be seen in zoos and birds in the sky are no longer existent because they have been destroyed to make way for flying cars. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, you got to get rid of the traffic jam somehow. Yeah, fucking birds. Um, oh, he also added that, uh, that 2018 is notoriously a year that is dangerous and horrible. <laughs> Oh. Yay. All right. Well, yes, trusting our benevolent 4,000. Trusting John from the future, yeah, Greg, who totally did not steal traveler. a picture from a video game and put it into another fake picture yeah. and then hold it up. Yeah. Just want to let you know All right. what you can anticipate that none of us will be alive for. And there you are, my friends. That's your world of crazy. Meddlingtimetraveler.com. Meddling time traveler. If you want to buy that, Greg has it. All right. Well, there we go. Um, should we do a little bit of ball talk here? Yeah, I wonder if a meddling time traveler will actually like ever reach out to you and be like, hey. Hey, wait a minute. That's me. That's me. Could be future Greg. Would you travel? We've talked about this before. No, how uh, far why in, do you keep asking me the same questions? How far in the future and... would you travel in time? I wouldn't want to travel very far because everybody I care about would be dead. Well, that's part of the time traveling. So ignore that part. I wouldn't want to travel into the future. <clears throat> Not in the future at all. Mm-mm. You wouldn't want to go like 2,000 years in the future just to see what's happening. No. No? No. Mm. I don't think so. I'm just I'm trying to plug along in this life, Greg. I can't really concern myself with your... Snooze alert. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I would. I'd want to see what's up. If you had to go forever? Uh, I'd want some time before I make that decision. 
but I would like you would to leave see your happening. friends and family forever. <laughs> well, look, you know, we're, we're I could. What makes one time any last. more special than the other? Because they can go to uh, space better. So you'll be alone by yourself going to space. But I can Who go to like cares? another planet. And be like, I would rather be surrounded by family and friends and happy than be traveling to space by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. Oh, yeah. Edward says, I might want to go to the past and be someone else's crazy future man. That's true. If we did have oh, the past time travel, fun. Yeah. I would probably, yeah. What, I'd probably go rogue. What is the rogue. thing that you think of when you, um, whatever you think about going to the past? What do you mean? Like, if you could go into, like, the year, like, 2000, would you warn somebody about 9-11? Well, now you're getting too serious. No, but I'm not being serious. Would you kill baby Hitler if you had? No, no, no. But I'm not being serious. Like I I always think of. I've thought about this way too long sometimes. Because like, well, how the hell would you go about like trying to tell somebody without sounding like a crazy person? No, I would. I would. I'm. I'm liking Edward's idea. If you go back with some future technology, so that I look like ridiculously powerful, and then uh, you look ridiculously powerful. Yeah, and then and then I'd have you know get a castle and stuff and. Lord over, I don't know. Yeah, that's probably what I was wondering. Sorry, I wasn't trying to be serious. It's just something that I think about. I'm not trying to be like, oh, I would, but I was thinking about like, how can you possibly like go back in time and then try to prevent something? Well, like you that? just seem like a crazy person. Exactly. So I mean, that's what I think about when you like with your granola bar lady on the streets. Like maybe she was a time traveler yesterday, and like no. she was talking about something really important. No, but nobody believes her. I don't think so. And so she's just driven herself mad because. She's trying to help some some impending thing. Yeah. And nobody believes her. I don't think that's it. Oh. But I did get emails about it. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Just a real quick ball talk here today. Real short one. Uh, first up, I've got this. The Portland Trailblazers did extend their win streak to 10 straight games. Ooh. The longest in the NBA. But of particular, I wanted to bring up one uh, quote. So... The Blazers are kind of also notorious for having some overpaid players, generally thought to be overpaid, because mm-hmm. they got some big contracts that they gave out a couple of years ago to players who probably, compared comparatively, seem like they're getting way too much money and eating up too much salary cap space. But one of those is Evan Turner, who has been doing a little bit better for himself on the team. And Evan Turner's a guy, I'm starting to change my mind on him, and I've I've said this a lot, that like that contract is way too big for how much... He produces like he's getting paid like a superstar, okay, or a star, and he's not a star. But here's what he said: He did an interview with NBC Sports, and they asked him about people who believe he's overpaid and underperforming. And here's what he said: This is a direct quote from him. First off, first off, let me say one thing: Everything I have done, I have earned. My contract, that's my bread, and I earned my bread. So kiss my ass. Dead serious. Write that. I earned that fucking money. That's what he said. Okay. But I actually appreciate that. I know because, you do. You know, I knew you would. Well, you know, I mean, hey, and and he goes on to talk about it, you know, just like, yeah, if somebody offers you a bunch of money, you're not going to take it. It's like, yeah. Because somebody else says that you're not worth it? Yeah. Oh, it's like, yeah, I'm taking the money. So I appreciate that. I appreciate that part of it. Anyway. I don't think anyone's surprised that you appreciate that, Greg. <laughs> well, you know, he's being honest about it. All right. So there's that. And then uh, just the one other thing that I want to do here in Ball Talk is talk about... The Tournament of Champions, which oh. is going on right now. Crap, I need to fill out my bracket. You need to fill out your bracket if you want to participate. So the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. And you have to fill it all the way out, too, by the way. You can't, like, because I've done this before where I've thought that I've filled out the whole thing. Like, if you don't finish filling out your bracket, then you can't 
Well, I mean, you can participate, but then it'll just stop. Well, let me. You and it's true. Uh, so the uh, tournament starts on Thursday morning. It is now Tuesday, March thirteenth. It starts on Thursday morning. And so you have to have your bracket filled up by then. You can go to funemploymentradio.com slash T-O-C, and that is where you can fill out and sign up, free to play, and you can compete against me and probably lose. So just let's just be honest. You can compete against Dwayne from Canada, who is, yeah, we'll who is the winner, who is the reigning champion. And taking a look here, you do get to name your bracket, and there are some, some more that have joined in here. Uh, Andy in the Mighty Southeast has filled out his bracket. How do I find the bracket? <laughs> Stretched and wrecked by Butterman. Gross. <laughs> Greg, how do I found, find our bracket? Funemploymentradio.com slash T-O-C. Funemployment Radio. T-O-C, Tournament of Champions. And there's T-O-C. a link right there. Um, let's see. I'm going right now. Shame Chips. Postage paid is one. <gasps> Gross. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, Whidbey Island. There's one from Whidbey Island. Whidbey Island. Island. Oh, I believe that's Thomas. Oh. If I'm I'm not uh, correct there. Uh, Let's see. Ontario Dude has filled one out. So we do have the Canadians back. Tequila Guys. Greg Nog, the Sumerian. And here's here's a really confusing one. Craxel Diffich. Nix All right. (gasps) I forgot that I called my, my majestic bracket. Okay, well, there you go. You can fill all of that out and take a look and see if you can compete in the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I need a new name for my bracket. Also, tomorrow I want to start the thing again where uh, where before the show we pick the word like we did before oh, for okay. the supporters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So supporters, you know what I'm talking about. I want yeah. to do that again. Supporters I want to start Club, doing that. here's something that we're going to be doing. 111. Yeah, we'll just explain this. So regular people... Regular people, sorry. Uh, normal podcast listeners. What we're going to do before the show, and we may not do this for every episode, but last time we did it, we picked out a random word that we had to incorporate into the podcast, and we never acknowledged that that's the word when it's said, and it has to come in a natural conversation. That you can't and be, I got it, it can't last be forced. Time. Yeah, and Sarah got it the last time, so we, we worked it into the podcast. So maybe we'll try that again, and we'll get... Uh, no, I want to do that, because that's fun, because that's something... Word, yeah. And we'll pick one out that we, that we incorporate in. All right, we do have one other thing. No, I don't think we have any <clears throat> more time. Oh, we're out of time. Yeah. All right, yeah, it was somebody's birthday, but what? I guess we don't have time to cover it, maybe. I mean, because he was saying it was his birthday week and month, so I guess he's already celebrating. Well, it's already confu- but... It's confusing when someone says, like, week or month. It's like, all right, does that mean that it's, like, now, or... At the end of the month? Well, I can say this. I think I know what a great present would be. What would that be, Greg? For this person. That'd be to go listen to Butterman on Spotify or pick it up on iTunes or Amazon Music. Butterman, the summer hit of 2018 featuring yours truly, Butterman, and Mr. Pancakes, a.k.a. Flapjack, a.k.a. Keelan King. Because it's Keelan's birthday today. Keelan! Do him a favor. Go listen to Butterman. Share it with your friends. That is the best birthday present you can possibly do. Okay, just do. wish him we a happy it birthday. On Stop. Twitter for at Foot Up Radio, you can retweet it from there and uh, and give Keelan a happy birthday shout out. Now you stop plugging yourself and you wish your friend a happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Keelan. Happy birthday, happy Keelan. Birthday. We love you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. A hot damn, damn right. Bum, bum, bum. What are you doing? No.
No. It's very warm in here. Can we play? Can I, I know that we're not supposed to say that, but I feel like I'm melting. Mm. 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 All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Final Oh, Greg's Point staring Radio. at the camera again. We really do appreciate it. Uh, you are all fantastic. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Big thank you to all of you who support the show, and obviously by thank sharing you. it on Twitter and and Facebook and, and however you listen to the show. We really, really do appreciate it. Downloading it really makes a big difference for us because it helps us show that, A, you are awesome, and it helps us have amazing sponsors like Next Adventure. Oh, we Next Adventure. Nextadventure.net. You can go there and check out everything that they have going on. I know uh, Deke just wrote a book that's out, and I believe they'll be selling that on there. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, it's Deke and Brian's Next Adventure. They've got a huge sale going on. No matter where you are, you can take advantage of the sale at nextadventure.net for any kind of outdoor need you have. And they still have... Let's see, the the big dump sale is extended. (laughs) Big dump for a snow dump is extended, so they've got a huge, huge savings going on on that. Uh, Free shipping on most orders over 50 bucks. So it's a a great place to support. They're here out of Portland. They're just awesome. They are amazing. And they support us, yes. Go there and uh, check that out for all of your shopping needs. All right. Um, yeah. Otherwise, just go to the website and check out everything we have going on there. We've got yeah. a lot of stuff. Some stuff. If you still want to join us in Alaska, the Alaska trip is going to be April 19th through the 21st. And funemploymentradio.com slash Alaska. You can join us on that trip. It's going to be a blast. And we've got a bunch of people who have already signed up. They're, they're flying up there to hang out with us. You get a, an exclusive Fun Employment Radio bar tour uh, with Sarah, myself, and Courage. And then you also get to go to a very exclusive bar and watch a live recording of Fun Employment Radio and then uh, come to The Courage Show. So it's, oh a, my it's gosh. a whole... And you're, we're all going to be in Alaska. Like, we're all going to be in Alaska. It doesn't get more magical than that. Like, we're going to get... We're all in the uh, in the upper 48. Is that what you call it? Where, the upper what did one. did you just say? Well, because this is the lower... We're in the lower 48 right yeah. now. How many do you so think are the up last, there? Well, one. And oh, there's another one over there. So I was trying to point there, towards, over there. Towards what are you pointing? Hawaii. Okay, all right. It's over there. Well, we've already done a fun employment fun employment radio adventure to Hawaii. Now it's fun employment radio adventure Alaska. And then we take over the lower forty eight. Yes, then we're then we're coming for you. <laughs> that sounds threatening. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio. Dot com. Bye. Oh, why did you do the same voice as me? Bye. Feels so good in here right now. The silky, the smooth. You know what? I want all the ladies in the room right now gather around. I want you to get real close to your speakers. <laughs>